Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I don't know about any about anybody out there. I don't know about Charlie or Austin or whomever, but I'm already starting to feel the withdrawals from NASCAR. The 2022 season is over. Three new champions have been crowned in the top three series, Truck, Xfinity, and Cup. And, I, again, I'm feeling the withdrawals. Nah, the real race is, like, less than a month away. What, Snowball Derby? Yep. All right, fair enough, man. <laughs> Hello, everyone, again, and good evening. If you are joining us live on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube Live, I'm Matt Beamer alongside Charlie Herkus and Austin Reeves. Like I said at the top of the show, getting ready to wrap down and wrap up. This weekend's racing from Phoenix, getting you getting ready to talk about everything Phoenix. All three series have crowned new champions and repeat champions, I should say. But at the onset, I'd like to send my deepest condolences to... The Gibbs family with the loss of Coy Gibbs Sunday morning, an unprecedented and un and just devastating loss to that whole organization and really wish that they could pull through together. I know they will. Can't be easy for Joe Gibbs bearing another son. I hate it for him and I just hate that. So thoughts and prayers here from rambling about race into Coy Gibbs and all the Joe Gibbs family. And the Gibbs organization as they go, go through that. Wanted to throw that out there right first. But gentlemen, how's it going? Preston is not here, obviously, as you can tell if you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook. His wife had emergency dental surgery from all accounts. She is doing quite well 
from that. So he's taking care of her as he should alongside taking care of his two daughters. But gentlemen, how's it going? Crazy week in the racing up and down, I guess you could say. But first and foremost, how's it going? You know, going good. I knew there was a reason why I didn't really, I've never really clicked with Preston. And I just figured it out. I, I don't like men who beat on women. Um, no, 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 I'm no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Preston did not cause his wife to have to have emergency dental surgery. That was horrible, um, man. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that, Preston. But, but she will start making his, his, uh, his sandwiches now. Stop that. Ashton is a very pleasant and lovely lady. Don't do that. Golly, guys. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's going good here. So uh, looking forward to uh, snowballed every weekend at this point. Uh, maybe get down there. It's, it's not looking good to go down there this year. But nonetheless, we'll, um, you know, rent it and watch it on the phone uh, like I did last year. So uh, or watch it on the TV nonetheless, for sure. Emma's healthy. So as long as... As long as Emma's happy and Emma's healthy, I could care less about me, to be honest with you. So, uh, yep. as long as baby girl's good, uh, I'll I'll be fine. Well, as long as you're healthy too, Charlie, I'll, I'll throw that in there for you. I want you healthy and and long for this ride that we call life for a long while, there, man. But Austin, how are you doing, man? I was doing good till I got home and knocked my dang trophy off. I know everybody didn't get to see it, but that, that kind of pissed me off. Needless um, to say, let's look out for our Christmas episode. We have a bunch of bloopers saved up over the course of season four, as well as our top memories from this season. Listen to that episode. You'll hear that. Just the audio version, but you'll hear it. I mean, all you yeah. did was drive. It's not like you unloaded the cars or teched the car that night, or I you did show up the night before and help load up. It, but it, it, loaded it, the cars up. It sounds kind of familiar. It kind of sounds like you guys just show up for the show. And not have to edit, pay for anything, produce, direct. Here we go. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm on Austin's side here. He brought on the hardware, and he broke and it. Then, and just broke it. For 25 laps, I sweated, threw him out the window on the dash. You want, me, you want me to find one of mine and bring it here and knock it over for you? Will it make you feel better? I mean, no. this pisses me off. You run 25 laps and put everything you got out there. For me to knock it over, hit one ball of freaking whiskey, and the top of it breaks off because it's a 15-cent freaking trophy. But it's your 15-cent trophy. It is. It's my 15-cent trophy. That's right. Fair and square. That's right. You did, buddy. But everything's going well here in South Carolina. Caroline had a little accident here on Friday. She got doored. Yeah, undoubtedly. Ross Chastain spotter yeah. sucks going down the highway just as much as he does in Phoenix. Well, it wasn't on the highway. It was in downtown Charleston, and I guess there was a, there was a garbage truck in the right-hand lane, and somebody was trying to move over left and just doored her. She's okay. Baby wasn't in the car, so everything's fine. It's just we got to repair the door, and luckily we don't have to repair the door. The guy's insurance repairs the door, but stuff happens. She's fine. Everybody's fine. It's just one of those things. Could have been worse. That's about the only interesting thing. Oh, and this happened here. This weekend, we had the Scottish Games here in uh, North Charleston, South Carolina. And what it is, is it's a yearly thing where a bunch of these Scottish descendants, and not necessarily Scottish people, but it's, it's just a festival for a Scotland festival, bagpipes, Scottish Games, the whole nine yards. I want to go to that one year. Well, come here next year because I, are, I got Moria kilt, and I got me a kilt on the way. Oi, I'll be wearing a kilt, laddie. Can't wait to see that. <laughs> I got the picture in my head. I just don't think I won't. No, I know you will. 
I know you. <laughs> oh, there, won't be, there, there won't be a dang thing on up underneath it. Well, needless to say, Caroline cut me off a drink, and they have some good beer there, and I got cut off and drink in there. It's okay. But a it's good a, gust of wind? Yep. <laughs> nice breeze. Whoop. But if you're joining us on uh, any type of platform here live, go ahead and let us know that you're watching us and where you're from, and if this is your first time watching or not, and I'd like to say hello to everyone out there listening on their regular podcast platform, Burns Radio, or if you're watching a replay on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Really do appreciate you showing up. We're just going to go ahead and hit the ground running and get into Hey Man. Before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to tell everyone out there about our brand new partnership with Extreme Sim Racing, where you can find the latest and greatest of sim racing gear for iRacing, Formula One 2022, or whatever sim platform you race on. Charlie, you can find just about anything from there. Yeah, you can find steering wheels, pedals, shifters, even the platforms that you need to set all this up on, whether it's a basic platform or a more professional style platform. Yeah, you can. And Austin, you don't have to buy the whole platform as one piece. You could build it from scratch or build your own platform as well, can't you? Yeah, you can build your own. Or if you don't feel like building your own and you want to buy something that's ready to plug in and go, uh, they already have uh, kits available. They have everything there. All purchases help us out here at Rambling About Racing, bring you better iRacing content, Twitch content. It doesn't matter. Content from the tracks, it doesn't matter. Go check them out. Links can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com or under the podcast description or YouTube description of the show. Go check them out. All proceeds will help out Rambling About Racing in the future. Again, that's Extreme Sim Racing now on board here. Look for us in the VRL League. We'll have the paint schemes updated for you. Go check us out. Go check them out. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man is by far one of my most favorite segments here, and I'm glad we made it a staple of the show. I really do like it. First question here from this weekend's races at Phoenix and NASCAR races. Following this weekend's races from Phoenix, should NASCAR hold a championship weekend there? Yeah, man or no, man? No. Yeah, no. no absolutely no. not. It was the truck race was fun only because of the cautions. The Xfinity race was getting good had it not been for the cautions, but still competitive race there between Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson. The cup race, clean air was everything. And it was just a Joey Logano dominated show, which he deserves a championship. He stayed out front and did exactly what he needed to do all day. When you think good racing, you don't think Phoenix International Raceway or Phoenix Raceway, whatever it is now. You don't think Phoenix whatsoever. To me, it's it's horrible seeing it on the schedule again as a finale for next season. Hopefully, for the 2025 season, we'll see something change because of the TV deal coming up here. But hopefully, NASCAR's listening to their schedule listening to their fans and will make changes in the future i agree uh wholeheartedly need need a change there for sure it definitely needed to go away from homestead it had been there forever needed a change of scenery from miami but phoenix is is wore off there as well you know i I like what they do with the all-star race from from bouncing it around definitely wore off 
at Texas very quick. So now we're going to take it from there, go to North Wilsboro. I think that's going to be pretty exciting. It's already sold out. Good luck getting a ticket. And even if somebody does sell a ticket to that place, they're going to want like quadruple what they paid for it. I think that's going to be a very exciting race next year. I think that Phoenix definitely needs to go. Maybe even see, you know, if they could get the racing back competitive at Richmond, I'd love to see somewhere like Richmond or maybe even Dover for a championship weekend. That would be fun. Dover. I would like to see Dover. Dover would be Dover would be a cool track to see for a championship weekend. Right. What are your thoughts, Austin? Definitely not Phoenix. I've seen cats run around the yard and race chasing a squirrel <laughs> better than I did this weekend on racing. So Phoenix, yeah, don't even show up. It's about like a Texas All Star race. Why so even go back? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't much care for it. It's we have to deal with it for another year, unfortunately. NASCAR Nation, but we'll get there. I think we'll get there eventually. Second question here. Oh, by the way, Hey Man presented by Devos Outdoor Lighting. Use code Ramblin for ten percent off. Following the links at ramblinaboutracing.com and under the social media platforms that you are watching or listening to this podcast. I need to get better at saying that at the top of Hey Man. Hey Man presented by Devo Sliding. Okay, second topic. Track position, and this is from Austin, and this was a good observation here. Track position was a key at Phoenix this weekend. All drivers that started on the pole, that being ARCA for Sammy Smith, Trucks for Zane Smith, Xfinity for Ty Gibbs, and Cup Series for Joey Logano won that race. Is that good or bad for the championship weekend? I, and I, think I have I, the exact and stat track here. And I think, um, I think I know the answer to this before even writing down and asking that question. Sammy Smith led 75 laps. Zane uh, Smith led 77 laps. Ty Gibbs led 125 laps. And Joey Logano led 187 laps. Between the six stages that were ran, five of them were won by those drivers. Which is crazy to even think about. And going back to our first one here, Charlene, I hope I'm saying that right, Hickman said, what track would you want to see the race, the championship race ran at? I think Charlie said Dover, which is a good one. What, what about you, Austin? Where would you want to see the championship race ran at? If I could get the short track package back good, I would like to see it at a short track. I don't know what short track, but take it to a short track. You, you definitely don't want a super speed or a road course. So I'm, I'm short track. I think just based on the the best race of the year, which next week we'll get into our cup season and NASCAR season in review here at the show, just to wrap up the season and put it a big bow on it for the holidays. I think the best race of the year was the Coca-Cola 600. I wouldn't mind seeing it at Charlotte, although I'm not against the idea of every year flipping it around and switching it around, not necessarily at a, road course, unless the road course is the Roval, but there's a lot of things NASCAR needs to fix with this car as well in order to ensure that there's going to be passing on these types of tracks. I'm, I'm, In fact, I, I think they should increase the horsepower back up to 800-something where the cars were just fast. Maybe take away some downforce. I, I don't know. NASCAR needs to make some changes, but for me, I, I'd have to go with the best race of the year, which is a Coke 600 in my opinion, and say Charlotte. That produced a good race. But a short track doesn't necessarily is not necessarily a bad idea. Dover is definitely not a bad idea. But it's tough to say. Maybe New Hampshire? That'd be a fun place to have it. Yeah, or go somewhere that they usually don't go. 
like what the trucks are going to next year, like Milwaukee Mile or something like that. Yeah, maybe a track where they haven't raced all year and they just have to go there and do it, which is kind of, uh, I don't know. But I don't, that's a good question there, Charlene. I, I think, what, what would you want? I'm going to ask her if she's still watching here. Where would you want to see the NASCAR race season finale championship weekend wrap up? But going back to this one, the track position, everything, all drivers who started from the pool had to keep that track position and won. And that kind of created a somewhat of a boring race weekend for me. I mean, the truck race was kind of unpredictable up there until the end. Was Zane Smith squeaking it by? No surprise with the Xfinity Series and Ty Gibbs winning. Definitely a surprise, I think, for a lot of people. Enjoy Logano just staying up there as much as he wants. But even with that, Ryan Blaney couldn't pass him. He could catch him, but he couldn't really pass him. Whether that's the nature of the track or the nature of the car or a combination of the both, I don't know. Just kind of a lackluster. That's the nature of your your team owner saying, hey, don't get up there and battle your teammate so the one can catch you and he wins the championship. That could be it as well. (laughs) Yeah. The past five or six weeks in in the Cup Series, too, have also just overall sucked. Everybody's scared to death to wreck one of these cars and back it into the wall. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's next, a good point next year, you know, maybe we'll see it different with the changes and stuff that they're making to soften up the rear end of these cars. So yeah, it, maybe it'll change. I, th- I think a lot of these, a lot of guys were just trying to make it to the end of the season, you know, without maybe sustaining an injury. Yeah, they, they were definitely driving safe. Like it took, it almost took the racing out of the racing, if you know what I mean. They were just out there trying not to get bumped, trying not to hit anybody. That's a good point that I never, I, I don't really think about because I think I'm too con- complacent when it comes to safety. The cars have been so safe, and and the safety's been evolving ever since Tony Roper, Kenny Irwin Jr., Adam Petty, and Dale Earnhardt died. That when I think these drivers are scared to wreck, it's I've, that's never entered it in my mind until now. And Charlie keeps reminding me of that, so I appreciate that. I, I just never thought that we'd get to the point where it's like, well, I'm scared to wreck, so I'm not going to race hard. Folks, as we all know, the holiday season is coming up, and it's tough to buy stuff for race fans. But what better thing to buy for a race fan than a shirt showcasing that driver who they don't necessarily want to see win? My personal favorite is the Chase Elliott shirt from our anyone but lineup at the Bonfire Store here at Ramblin' About Racing. But it isn't just Chase Elliott. If you don't want to see Brad Keselowski win, buy the Anyone But Keselowski shirt. Don't like Logano winning the championship? Anyone But Logano shirt. Any driver out there from NASCAR, even Formula One, we have an Anyone But Lewis Hamilton shirt. Head over to ramblinaboutracing.com. Underneath the stores tab, and there you'll find the link to the Bonfire store that will take you to our exclusive lineup of Anyone But shirts. And if you don't see the driver you like pulling against, tell us and we'll make it up for you. So that's the perfect gift for the race fan this holiday season. Again, go to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. The link will be there for Bonfire. Check it out. And if you don't see it, tell us and we'll make one up for you. But to me, I, that whole question right there, thats that looks bad for the championship weekend. It should be okay. <laughs> no, it, it should be a point where the drivers are of not afraid to race. And, and I get it. The top four drivers in each of the truck, Xfinity, and Cup Series 
are going to be up there in the, probably the most dominant positions because they earned that spot to be there. Everybody else, what am I racing for? A trophy? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for it, but I'm not going to kill myself over it. You know what I mean? So, so it, it's it's kind of a catch-22 there. It's kind of a, a product, I think, of this question. I think it's a product more so of the playoff grid, the grid playoff, the elimination format, Vice having 16 drivers in, and points mean everything and consistency like we saw back when Stewart won it over Edwards. I believe it was, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. Something like I that, where, so. where they were tied, and the tiebreaker was most wins of the season. So I missed that overall season consistency. I mean, I get it. You still have 10 races to do that, but I miss that overall. And I I think that's what does it as well. You know, and I I still think they could keep the playoffs and and do that same thing if they take away the win and you're in concept. If you can take away that and do the, okay, win, and maybe you get extra however many points, not many or whatever, but win doesn't guarantee you're in the next round. Win might just give you that extra five, six, seven cushion points or whatever, just in case you do have a bad race, but it's still not going to guarantee you into the next round. I think that would push it, you know, and I I said this however many episodes ago, I, I think that would push everybody as well to where we don't have time to experiment. Like just because we won don't mean we have two races to experiment before the the next round. Or just because we won at the beginning of the season don't mean we have the rest of the season to experiment before the playoffs. We have to keep pushing because we're not guaranteed. We're not guaranteed to make the playoffs. We still have to finish in the top 16 of points regardless if we win. The wins just give us that extra few points. Right, and one thing that made me mad, too, about this whole weekend here is when they said the stages don't matter. It's whoever finishes in front of the other three drivers, they win the championship. So it doesn't matter if, let's say, for instance, Joey Logano finished stage one, stage two in the lead like he did, but then come stage three, Ross Chastain ended up passing him. It doesn't matter about points. It just matters who finishes in front, which leads me to this next one. It's not on here, but I'm going to throw it out here because I've been kind of stewing on it since Sunday. Changing the play the points system should be, I think, priority one for NASCAR going forward. They should look at the points and say, okay, instead of having stage breaks where the top 10 drivers get it, if you lead a lap, you get a point, like the old days. If you lead the most laps, you get a playoff point and do away with the stage racing altogether. Then that brings in fuel mileage, and that brings in a whole nother factors that we haven't seen in the cup series or frankly nascar in quite some time i think if they award points for laps led and leading a lap vice stage points and breaking off breaking up the races into different stages i think it'd be overall better for nascar what do you guys think i see where you're going with that but at the same time i I think that if you eliminated the current point system as far as the win in your end type stuff kept the the stage stuff. We've seen some some fuel s- stuff this year. We saw it this weekend at Phoenix. So we're not Phoenix. Uh, yeah, Phoenix. You still have your your fuel stuff, but I definitely see where you're coming from on that too. You, you would see some longer green flag runs, but I just think until we get back to the hard racing that we used to see, I, I think the stages are probably 
a, a good thing just to keep even with the stages and bunching everybody back up this weekend was boring. Yeah, the only fun part about this weekend, especially for the cup race, was the restart and the initial start. When yep. everybody was diving down, when everybody was doing that, and then after five laps, it was so spread out, and whoever was out front, and the majority of the case, Joey Logano, Ty Gibbs, and Zane Smith ran away with it. And that's what I don't want to see anymore. But I think that's I get I think that's more of a product of Phoenix and the new cars and everything, vice anything else. You know, maybe we'll see something different this coming year and then go from there right. as well. So another thing that I didn't like is the way Qual- they let the Qual- um I was gonna bring that four, up too. The four championship contenders got to pick the first um four pit stalls. Regardless of where they qualify. Regardless if they finish one, two, three, four or one tenth. Now, in, in Joey Logano's case, it didn't matter because he qualified first qualified anyway. First, right. But oh, I didn't know this. The, the other three didn't qualify second, third, fourth, but they let the top four have first pit stop selection regardless of where they qualified. They let the championship four pick first yeah, this past weekend. Be that like shouldn't that. matter. It shouldn't matter no. at all because if, if, if I, I might be mistaken, but Ross Chastain qualified like twenty seventh, twenty eighth. He, qual- he didn't qualify real good at all. He had more of a race set up underneath the car, I feel. But if you qualify 28th, guess what? You're the 28th pick of pit stalls. You get yep. to pick 28th. Yep. And that's the way it should be. I, I the, the catering that they NASCAR does to the championship drivers vice everybody else, everybody else is a sideshow. No, they change it for the last race. And I'm sorry, but yeah, you're no do different. That. No, you're not. I don't care if you're Logano, Elliott, no. Chastain. I don't I don't care. You're you're no different that last race just because you're running for a championship. The rules shouldn't change for qualifying. No, it shouldn't. The way they have it set up now, you might as well take the championship four and those should be the only four cars that go to the track and race. That's what just send everybody pretty, else home. Pretty much and, what I'm thinking. Yep, and, and that's why I, I don't mind the playoff system. I don't but I think that it shouldn't be a win in your end. It should be. It should be almost a. It should be still a points system, and based off of points is how you'll narrow it down to four. It, it won't be a win in your end. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Four. It'll be a. I'm. I'm going to point my way in because consistency would be everything. Because if, if it was consistency that got your way into the final four, yes, there might have been a couple of those that were in there, but we would have seen a whole different group of four, most likely in, in that final four. Yep. There might have been one or two that would have still been there, but the rest of them wouldn't have been there. I completely agree. I because Blaney Blaney probably would have pointed his way in. Just about it, because regular point standings, he'd have been way up there because he was one of the most consistent drivers all year long. He just couldn't get that win. If if we went based off of points, there'd have definitely been some other contenders in that final four, not not the four that we saw this weekend. Yeah, and unfortunately, so, I, I everything was all set in stone after Logano and the championship season finished, but 
I wish I could see where everybody finished, like if their regular points were tallied and not anything else. But I see right. your point there. I think a lot of revamping has to be done. Maybe not necessarily in the 24, 2024 season, but in the 2025 season, once everything's kind of fixed with the cars and set up with the TV deals and all that stuff. Quit trying to... I've always been a big proponent of not... what What is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Generating drama, but letting it happen organically. And I, I think the playoffs just fixed drama, kind of like pro wrestling. Happening up way too much. Happening and then you see race. Yeah, that's the way I see it, but we could probably beat a dead horse on that. When anything else about the track position and four drivers, starting from the pole, winning the race. Congratulations mm-hmm. to all of them. They earned it. No doubt about that, but kind of iffy there. Once Austin brought that to my attention, it's like, ooh, I never even know. I didn't even realize that. NASCAR's rigged. NASCAR's rigged. Right. political now. <laughs> All right, the, the big one here, and I think we're going to talk a minute about this one here because we did have a lot of group or chat discussion on this one. Chase Elliott got spun off the front bumper of Ross Chastain during the race. Was it Ross's fault, Chase Elliott's fault, or a racing incident? Somebody else want to take this one first? I think, I'm going to let you and Charlie go first. I think it was a racing incident. If you look at the video, they both came down at the same time. Ross might have misjudged. Elliot might have misjudged. Elliot got the bad, the short end of the stick on that one. I think Austin, just, you go. Okay. Why not? I'm, I'm going last. I'm, this is between you and Matt. Y- y'all are the ones who hashed it out in the group text. Your, your turn. I, I, I truly think it was a racing incident. Unfortunately, Chase Elliott got the short end of the stick on that one. But if you look at the video, they both came down just about the same time. Ross maybe been a little faster on the restart. I think it was just a racing incident. You <laughs> the video Austin sent me. Okay. Nobody made an attempt to check up or nothing, that's for sure. Nobody checked up. I mean, even from the simultaneous videos from Elliot and Chastain's in-car, nobody was there. They were all going. Hey, he's Ross. talking about as soon as Ross tapped him, Ross never checked up. Oh, Normally yeah. It's just, somebody get yeah. Ross. Especially I after think. the guy's turning in front of you and you're still, like, touching him. Would it be safe to say that he didn't want to get run over from behind either? Would it be safe to say that from Chastain? Like, if I break, somebody's going to hit me from behind and spin me out, possibly take me out. This is NASCAR, not VRL. I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. I'm kind of in, in between. I think Ross had a good run. He ducked down below Elliott. Elliott, I wouldn't say Elliott blocked, because if Elliott would have blocked, he would have shown up blocked. I think they knew that... The restarts was your only way to really get towards the front, I guess. And Ross had a run, and he took it. I could see where Matt says it's a racing incident. Just one of the things. Dang if you do, dang if you don't. If, if Elliot doesn't block, he gives up the position, but he blocks, so he got ready. If Ross checks up, he gets shuffled back a couple car lengths and loses his momentum. It's just racing. And I could see if you were a Chase Elliott fan or Chase Elliott himself or the number nine Napa Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports, why you would be upset. If that was my driver, whomever it is, I don't even know who my driver is. If that was the driver I was pulling for, and I saw that, I'm like, wow, he just got dumped. That's what I would say. I, I do think Ross could have cut it a little bit more left. I don't know. I feel like if he would have cut it more left, Elliot would have cut it more left as well. Well, see, I don't see you I don't couldn't. Know, I don't know. Though. You could you couldn't dive down and go like through the apron like you normally do at Phoenix until after the start finish line. I don't know how much room he had till the is it the pit road wall comes out the one they almost hit. 
I don't know how much room they had in between that. He could have turned more left, but then again, he could hit the wall. I don't, I don't think Ross meant to do it. But then again, he might have meant to do it because the video I saw, he never checked up as soon as he got into his bumper. I'll give, I'll give you guys that he did not check up. He just kept. He said, "Oh, you're driving on me. I'm, I'm driving through you." If, if, if you we that. could hear the the spotter scanner when that happened, it would it probably set everybody's mind on you know if it was a racing incident or just Ross being. Right. Well, Ross, well, Elliot Scanner, because they pre-played it there for the broadcast, said Chastain's there, or he said one or Chastain's there, he wrecked us. Again, if you're the nine crew or they're associated with the nine team or a fan of Elliot, you're going to say Ross Chastain wrecked us. Chastain has also built his profile and portal over these couple of races of he's gotten into Hamlin, he's gotten into Truex, right. he's gotten into Elliot, so... He's kind of built this case all the way up to a phoenix of you make a mistake, people's gonna people are gonna think it's your fault whether you're right or wrong, and that and yeah, that's the right. case with a lot of drivers. Unfortunately for Ross Chastain, you're 100 percent right on that one. That's it's just the human nature, Charlie. It's your turn, sir. Yep, Charlie, you have the floor, buddy. I just know if you get your nose two inches, three inches, six inches at that point. On the inside of somebody's bumper, that's still not your spot. Not as big as them cars are. Even if you're going into a corner, you're going to have to be a little bit further under than that for that to be considered your spot. I get it if you're racing for a win at that point, like last lap, whatever. I'm going to stick it in there and I'm going to hold it there. That was nowhere near the end of the race. I get it. Hey, we can we can chalk it off as a racing incident. Tables, ladders, chairs, match there. It's championship race. Probably could have been a little more reserved, especially as crazy as the restarts are there, in uh, my opinion. And I, I'm trying to be unbiased because I get it. Everybody going to say it just because I'm an Elliott fan or whatever. But just because you get a, a nose just a little bit to the inside of somebody's bumper there doesn't automatically make it your your spot. I, I'll leave it there. I'll just That's all I really got to say about it. Well, then let me ask you both this. At what point? Are you on the inside or the outside of a driver? Beside a driver, at what point is it your spot? At what send you send you a picture. Was just can you just give it like halfway, like bumper, quarter panel, quarter like, panel tire, like, or further like this or like this or I'll say like I'll this. say quarter panel. So three three quarter quarter, three quarters quarter panel or more is is yours about right there. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. I, I, he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't have. I mean, he. The, the bow tie on, on his front end was probably, I wouldn't say, the brake lights on his bumper. It was, it was close. There, it was close. It was there enough. He, he, he was, to, to it was there enough off. that they made contact and spun him out. But he, right. that, if I was spotting for Charlie and a car was that close, in line with you, spot yours. And whatever happens after that happens. If he, if he sticks it in there and spins us out, he spins us out. But when, you, but when did you say a car's looking inside or inside? He's right there. At, he's there. When do you say he is there? Yeah, Austin would probably have told me he's looking inside, but I, yeah. that, that wouldn't mean I'm going to give him that spot. See, to now, me, if, he, if Austin told me he's inside, different story. So to me, looking inside means he, he's making the pass, the driver's making the pass, and he's not even there yet. Inside means he's there. He's there. I mean, like, Correct. he's you. if you come down, you're going to hit him. 
That's what I. That's what look, I hear. Think look, when I hear looking inside. inside. Well, there, there's there's totally different like, ways you can you can like, justify looking yeah, inside. Okay. It, it depends on the terminology too. Like it's, different people want different terminology. You, you gotta you gotta your driver and your spotter gotta be on the same page. They, you, know, you gotta understand yeah. the lingo. Right. Understood that. If, I, I never understand if that. If you say looking inside, it's almost who's got who's gonna let out first. Okay. Because when I hear looking inside, is a driver pulls out. And he's he's starting to make the pass. He's looking inside. Means if I if a, your driver, the driver you're spotting for, comes down, you're going to make contact with him. That's what inside means to me. If I tell Charlie inside, he knows that the car inside of him has the position that he's got to run a little bit higher, but that not to take him out. But that also means if he were to come down on said car, that he would make contact with him. Well, in my Charlie's world, it depends on who the car is inside. If that's the case, then that was his fault. I mean, yeah, he was inside, but he washed up. And Austin's took case, Austin thought I wrecked him. I never even touched him one race. Right. I, I, I mean, we could talk maybe for his wife power. even thought I wrecked him. Oh, yeah. We still need to bring her on to talk about that, maybe for the Christmas special. But, I mean, it, it could go either way. I mean, there's a thousand ways you could look at this thing. I think for both Logano's point, not Logano, but Elliot's point and Chastain's point. You can make a case for both of them, I feel. But it just really you, depends. You can. You, it, it depends on if you're a Chastain fan, if you're an Elliot fan, if you're a Hamlin fan. You're, you're going to go either which way. Right, and I'm not, and I agree with you guys. Chastain hasn't made a lot of friends this year. But he's made a lot of aggressive moves, and he's won a couple races this year, and he's proved himself to be a championship-caliber driver for a track house racing. I think you, but I think you can make a case for either driver, Elliot or Chastain. Elliot just, you know, he's the golden child, so he he thought that position was his. I know you're thinking it. I'll say it for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say. I mean, but to me, even, even if it wasn't, even if it was Eric Jones who did that, I'd be like, well, I don't think Chastain did anything wrong. I think it was just a racing incident. They were both coming down, and I think maybe Elliot expected. Chastain to go down a little further, and Chastain said, "No, this is fine. I'm I'm good right here." And Elliot just spun off his front bumper. It just had to be Chastain to me. Once it was Chastain, it was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Yep, here we go. It could have been anybody else in that in that field. It just had to be Ross Chastain and Chase Elliott. I think that's all we got to say about that one, guys. Unless you have anything else. Nah. And I want to give a quick shout out here to Tracy, who was there at the race. At Phoenix, there got a got himself another hot pass. There, I'm not going to give away a secret. Go back and listen to our my the episode a year ago, my first race as a NASCAR photographer. He'll tell you how he got it. But hey, Tracy, glad you're here. Glad you're back safe. Hope you had fun. And the last one for hey man, unless you guys have anything else about Chastain and Elliott. Okay, the last one here, and I think this is a good one. Should the track that hosts a championship weekend? have only one race on the schedule. We saw Phoenix have two races, one in the spring and one to wrap up the season. But should the race, should the track that hosts the championship weekend only have one race on the schedule? For In Charlie's case, I would say Dover. It has only one race on the schedule, and that could be the championship weekend. Phoenix should have yes. one. Phoenix has as the championship weekend, and only should have that race, and that's it. I'm going to say yes. All right. I'm going to say, yeah, man, too. I think that's a uh, a no-brainer right there when it comes to that. 
I'll say yeah, because you're you're never going to see a championship race at a place like Daytona or Talladega or anything like that. So right. you'll always have those two tracks with two races on the schedule. So right, and that, I'll say I'll say yeah, and that kind of takes away from the Charlotte race. We can't have if that's the case, we can't have the race at Char- the last race of the year, the championship weekend at Charlotte because that's the Coca Cola Six Hundred. We could probably have it. We what New Hampshire has one race a year this year, so I, I think. One race a year, at, or Pocono, move it to Pocono. Yeah, I mean, just something like that. It, it's going to be tough to say. Homestead was a good one because they only raced there once, and now it's usually the end of the racing season. And it's going to it'd be tough for the schedulers to find that out and find out which races, which tracks are eligible, and which tracks can do it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, to me, that's up to them. That's up to NASCAR. But I think that should be the way it is. But anything else for Hayman here? No. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna listen to Tracy here real quick. Uh, Tracy said, "Championship track should only have one race and not Phoenix. A terrible terrible place for the Cup race, Xfinity Championship, but trucks, uh, ch- trucks and Xfinity, or Cup and Xfinity Championship. Sorry, and uh, the truck racing was good there. So he was there all weekend. He got to see everything. Good pictures from him. But the fact they're there in his Facebook profile was him and Martin Truex Jr. with his daughter. His daughter's grown." I think we. I think if anything from this weekend, a lot of fans are not upset. More so that Joey Logano won the championship, but the fact it was really boring watching that race. And unfortunately, that's the memory we have to take all the way till the start of the twenty twenty three season. Yep. And it is what it is when it comes to that. But gentlemen, that was hey man. Anything else until we get until we move on to this weekend's action for Formula One. Which, again, there's really not much to talk about from Formula One. It's Brazilian Grand Prix. Sunday, October, or Sunday, November 13th, I should say, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is on ESPN. Formula One season, just much like this NASCAR season, has been over for a while now with Max Verstappen securing the victory. I, I think all three of us could probably say Max Verstappen will probably end up winning that race, continue his dominance with Red Bull. Most likely. And yeah, that's it. I mean, Talk about picking a low hanging fruit. I mean, what else is there to pick? He's won the championship. Who cares if he doesn't have to show up to any more races this season? If I was him, I'd be in Aruba on the beach drinking drinks from a coconut with little umbrellas on them. I don't want to go race. I'm done racing. <laughs> Two more races to go in the Formula One season. And, and pretty much here, I think we got maybe six or seven more shows until our Christmas special, and that's it for us here at Rambling About Racing until the 2023 season. But Formula One there, you guys ready to get into our final thoughts here because there's really not much else to talk about. Unless you guys have anything more to add on about the Truck Xfinity or, or Cup Series races from Phoenix, congrats to Zane Smith, Ty Gibbs, and Joey Logano, and they all earned it. We didn't want to see Ty Gibbs win, but he did. And we, sure hoping to see him get in the wall. Yeah, we didn't want to see Logano win. Well, I picked Logano, so I'm pretty happy about that. Zane Smith, nobody picked Zane Smith from here except for Jason Reeves there, Austin, from last week's episode. <laughs> got lucky. Yeah, you got lucky. Yeah. Blind, blind score finds in that every once in a while. A broke clock is right twice a day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but anything else until we get before we get into our final thoughts here? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Folks, before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. And yes, it is the holiday season. And since NASCAR, IndyCar, and well, we can pretty much count Formula One is over. There's plenty of other sports going on, such as hockey with the NHL, NCAA football, and the NFL with pro football. Go over to fanatics.com underneath the Parkers tab from Rambling About Racing to find the links for that. There you can find the latest and greatest gear that for all your sports gear needs, such as for me, NHL will be Washington Capitals, NCAA football will be Alabama Crimson Tide, and to be honest with you, I really don't have an NFL team. So head over to ramblingaboutracing.com underneath the Parkers tab. There you see the link to Fanatics, and that will help out everybody on the Burns Radio side of Belly Up Sports, bringing you the best content that they can and to keep Burns Radio on the air longer. That's Fanatics, a proud partner of Rambling About Racing. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. Final thoughts here on this episode of Rambling About Racing. A very short episode of Rambling About Racing, if you ask me. We're only about 45 minutes in from the live feed. And it's going to be even shorter with the audio edited version for the podcast that comes out here soon. And again, if you're joining us on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube Live, really do appreciate it. Watching us after the fact, really do appreciate it. Or again, on your regular podcast platform, Burns Radio. And I think I can officially say now, Charlie, congratulations on winning the Fantasy League Championship. Led it from start to finish there. Led it from start to finish. It's the only thing I've ever led from start to finish in a very, very very long time. Well, congratulations, buddy. Again, I'm going to try to get a trophy here and adorn it with all of our fantasy standings. So you are our second fantasy series champion, along with SMR R&D. Get to hold that spot. Maybe a place in the Rambling About Racing Hall of Fame here. Hey, if you get a trophy made, don't use that company. They break real easy. No, I won't. I won't use that company. I won't yeah. use. <laughs> but Charlie, do you, you even want to read the fantasy standings? You won. Yeah, well, I, I can read them. Okay, go ahead and read them. Um, I bet I can guess who's in seventh. <laughs> I didn't finish last. Well, technically, I finished last. I was like, how far do you want to stretch? I didn't finish last. <laughs> I don't want to stretch that far. I, I heard myself say it, and I was like, just stop. 22,341st 20, in NASCAR app overall. That's not bad. Okay. I think you're in the top, like, 10% right there. Out of, I don't know, however many play on the app. Billions and billions. And <laughs> yeah, billions and billions. The number one guy has... 7,266 points. So, anyway, go ahead, darling. Before we get into that, I love Ty Gibbs earned everything. <clears throat> Dale Earnhardt reincarnated from Tracy. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I hope he stays out west in Phoenix where he is now. Oh, no. And you're welcome, Charlene. Thanks for joining us for the show. Really do appreciate it. Let's He's definitely re- a fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Earned everything. Oh boy! Yeah. Go ahead and just read, just read the fi- just read the fantasy standings, Charlie. Yeah. 
Just read them right, right now. Don't don't even try to fish down that pond right yep. there. Oh boy, uh, Matt, you're still seventh. All right, finish seventh. Not, not fifty four thirty eight. We'll come back next year. <laughs> yep. Sixth SMR R and D fifty eight sixty two. Fifth is SMR Operations six thousand one hundred seventy two points. Fourth is S Blades sixty one seventy five. Third is Matt Camper, 6235. Second is Super Sumo, 32 is 6308. And first is me with 6518. Well, congratulations, buddy. We called it last week. You said, no, don't pop open the champagne bottles quite yet. Yeah, and then I forgot to set my line. We got halfway through the race. I was like, oh, no. Oh, crap. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Luckily, I didn't. I, I played very, very strategically, and yeah, I still had like all playoff drivers in there for the most part. So, because yeah, your luck, you would have not set them, and you'd have lost by one point. Oh yep. my gosh! Uh, you, you lost by half point. Could you zero one point. <laughs> I don't think the math works like that, buddy. I don't think math works like that. It would have worked like that for it me. Worked, for Charlie Hercules, it worked, <laughs> and then it would have been flashing loser. <laughs> Okay, this week in NASCAR, November 12th, 1972, Buddy Baker edges A.J. Foyt by a half a car length at the finish line to win the season-ending Texas 500 at Texas World Speedway. Richard Petty finishes third and clinches his fourth NASCAR Winston Cup Grand National Championship. November 12th, 1972, and... Gentlemen, that will do it next week. We will have our NASCAR season in review. Tell, we'll tell you what was good, what was bad about the season from our point of view, and maybe what we look forward to from for next year. And well, we maybe we not get that far into 2023 yet, but we'll talk about definitely go into detail about what was good, what was bad about 2022. And gentlemen, that was about it. Anything else uh, before we wrap it up here? Thanks to everyone who showed up to watch us live. Or if you're watching this on your regular podcast or listening to us, I should say, on your regular podcast platform. But anything else, gentlemen, before we wrap it up, relatively short show, a good, nice and drive into work right there or drive home. No, I'm good, guys. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here on this week's episode of Rambling About Racing. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're watching us on live on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, or if you're catching up with us on all those social media platforms, listening to us on Burns Radio or on your regular podcast platform, really do appreciate it. I'd like to tell you to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All those can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com. Thank you to our partners of the show, Stand Up to Cancer, Fanatics, Extreme Sim Racing, and Devos Outdoor Lining for all they do, not only for us here at Rambling About Racing, but for what they do for Burns Radio as well. For Charlie Herkus, Chuck8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6, I'm Matt Beamer, Beamer 22 Stay safe and have a good rest of your week. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.